Amen. A reading from the book of Revelation. I, John, looked and there was a white cloud, and sitting on a cloud, one who looked like a son of man, with a gold crown on his head and a sharp sickle in his hand. Another angel came out of the temple, crying out in a loud voice to the one sitting on the cloud, use your sickle and reap the harvest, for the time is reap the time to reap has come, because the earth's harvest is fully ripe. So the one who was sitting on the cloud swung his sickle over the earth, and the earth was harvested. Then another angel came out of the temple in heaven, who also had a sharp sickle. Then another angel came from the altar, who was in charge of the fire, and cried out in a loud voice, to the one who had the sharp sickle. Use your sickle and cut the clusters from the earth's vines, for its grapes are ripe. So the angel swung his sickle over the earth and cut the earth's vintage. He threw it into the great winepress of God's fury. Just the earth, the 
Dominus Proviscum. Well, some people were speaking about how the temple was adorned with costly stones and votive offerings. Jesus said, All that you see here, the days will come when there will not be left a stone upon another stone that will not be thrown down. They asked him, Teacher, when will this happen? And what sign will there be when all these things are about to happen? He answered, See that you not be deceived, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time has come. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified, for such things must happen first, but it will not immediately be the end. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be powerful earthquakes, famines, and plagues from place to place, and awesome sights and mighty signs will come from the sky. Verbum Domini. Jesus is giving us a list of some terrifying things that will happen in the end times or close to the end. When what we've experienced this past year, there's a couple of things on this list already that, that, are, that are coming about. But the Lord, what we have to take from this gospel today and this feast day today is what he's trying to tell us. And basically, he's saying, always be prepared. But how do we prepare? Well, today's martyrs give us an example of how to do that. But today we celebrate the feast of Andrew Dung Locke and his companions. And uh, these uh, men were, marcher, were Vietnamese marchers. Uh, Andrew, Andrew Dang Lak, he was, uh, was born around the year, um, it, was, it was in the 1700s, and I think it was like 1795 or something like that. 
but he was, uh, of course, you know, grown as a young man, nourished in the faith and educated well. He was very devout, eventually uh, became a priest. And of course, even as a young priest, he received much persecution. But eventually, uh, he, he died in 1839. He was beheaded. And around the period of 1820 to around 1863, there were over 117 religious priests and brothers and sisters who were killed, were martyred in Vietnam for living their faith, for, for trying to be holy people and good Catholics. And, you know, the church in Vietnam or was, was founded around around the 1600s. And over 1600 to around this time in 1860, they said that there were about 300,000 people who were martyred in Vietnam for speaking the word of God. Now, when Jesus refers to the end times, you know, of course, he's talking about the final end, the, the day of the, the last judgment when he, will, when he will come in glory to judge the living and the dead. But he's also um, referring to the end. And the end started like what it would seem right at the beginning. When Jesus ascended into heaven, the Holy Spirit came. And immediately, these, these events, this list here of, of, of tragedies, of, of terrifying things, we're starting, and we see that very early on in, uh, in, in the Acts of the Apostles. Look at, look at the many persecutions, the many executions the early Christians received for, for spreading the faith and speaking about Jesus Christ. So the end is, is always, and so that's why we always got to be on guard and ready for anything. But Jesus, first of all, says that there are people that will come to deceive us. Of course, you know, we expect this one, as, a, as the prophets tell us and the, the word of God speaks, this one antichrist, you know, and probably coming near the very end. But yet St. John uh, in his letters talks to us about a spirit of antichrist. And this spirit of, of antichrist is, has been around since since the very beginning of the end. You know, and basically what is that? It's what it says. People who are against Jesus Christ and specifically against the truth of the Lord Jesus, against, you know, his, his love, his charity, his teaching, and just his very self. So this is how we discern if who's, who's from God and who's not, are, 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 are what they sing in compliance with the teachings of Jesus and the teachings of, of Holy Mother Church. You know, our, uh, Jesus also tells us that by their, fruit, by their fruits, you will know them. But what are these fruits? These fruits are, of course, their good works. St. Paul goes a little more specific when he tells us about the fruits of the Holy Spirit, people's holy lives, you know, peace, love, joy, patience, endurance, long-suffering. You know, these, these are the fruits of of the Holy Spirit is people, people living this way, striving to live this way. And it goes even further. And this is, this is how the martyrs lived. This is, this is how the martyrs survived and endured uh, very harsh sufferings, is 
is, uh, is, is, is how do you see if a, if a person's holy or not? Well, are they close to the cross? See, that, that's mar martyrs. Those, those, that's, that's the fruit of martyrdom. And martyrs, martyrs were very close to the cross of Jesus Christ. Because if they weren't, they wouldn't be able, they wouldn't be able to um, survive. Or, I mean, they didn't survive the martyrdom, but they wouldn't be able to endure the martyrdom. See, that, that's what we need. We need to be close to the cross of Jesus Christ. And every saint understood this very well, just like, like all these martyrs and the saint martyrs. That's why St. Paul says, I desire nothing but Jesus Christ and him crucified. And we learn like with St. Paul, he, he endured so much, suffered so much because he loved God. But because he, he was able to do that because he was close to the cross. We see our own Holy Father, St. Francis of Assisi, you know, like in the last year of the life, he was like a living crucifix, you know? I mean, though he, he wanted to be martyred, but, you know, he was very, very sick and suffering and, you know, had uh, done tremendous penances, so he was, was very weakened. But that's all he, and then, of course, he had this stigmata himself, but that's all he thought about was the cross of Jesus Christ. He would often say those words like St. Paul, I desire to know nothing but Jesus Christ and him crucified. So the people who come around and, you know, promise good things and prosperity and all of that stuff. Well, are they living the truths of Jesus? Are they, um, are they living the fruits of the Holy Spirit? And are they close to the cross of Jesus Christ? See, and then this is also good for us because this, this ma maintains our readiness, our preparedness. Because if we're close to the cross of Jesus Christ, as we're, you know, living and studying and wanting to know more of the truth and the love of Jesus the Lord. And are we, are we, are we, have, are we, are we trying to live like Jesus in holiness and the fruits of the Holy Spirit? No, this is, this is how we, we will be ready to go. Because remember, I mean, the Lord will come at any time. And of course, that great day, but he can, can come for us at any time, you know, right now if he wants. Well, are we ready to go? So, um, so we look to to these great saints as their example, people who, were, who wanted to be holy, wanted to be conformed to, to Jesus Christ and him, and him crucified. So this is our motto and this is, what, this is what we need to strive to be so that we be ready when the Lord comes for us. God bless you all.